Welcome, Connell. Welcome, Hugh, and welcome, listeners. Welcome, Producer Gill. Hello. So, Hugh, we're here to inspire and educate. What are we educating about today? We're talking mindset, and where's your head at? Let's find out. But before we do, let's start with a rapid-fire review of last week's episode. Rapid-fire. Okay, Hugh, let's start with our rapid-fire review where we talk about our learnings from last week's show. You have 30 seconds on the board. No worries. Okay, so last week, we've got to live our values. We settled on one, be fearless, so let's be fearless this show. And the second thing is, I've got to stop pointing my pen at you. If you watch the video, I'm just casting a spell at Connell all episode. So <laughs> I've got mine out to defend today. <laughs> okay. To you, mate. Mine are to be more concise. Keep it interesting. Keep it quick. And my second is that values are my kryptonite. Okay, Superman, let's get onto the show. You're listening to Two Paths, One Journey with Hugh Reardon and Connell Faulkner. We're talking about mindset. How are you feeling? Nervous, underqualified. Let's go. So, Connell, you're a few weeks in, you need a different shift in your mindset. What are some of your experiences that you've had in this early stages of your entrepreneurial small business owner journey? Well, it's been a unique experience for me. I traditionally have been an employee. And while I feel I've demonstrated some entrepreneurial traits in that time, it's been difficult to adjust from going and having the structure of working for someone else and then being completely reliant on your own motivation and mindset to get the job done and to actually do the work. I think one thing that you've said that made me a little jealous at the time is that it was easy for you because you always felt you embodied that sort of entrepreneurial spirit. And for me, I feel I need to learn and develop those traits. Sorry, I had that emotion on you, but that's- (laughs) I'm actually not sorry. It's up to you to control your emotions. (laughs) And that's what we're going to talk about today is like, you're going to have these derailers. You're going to have somebody that impacts on you and it's about getting your mindset right. And I I really wanted to dive into the, the growth mindset and that principle and what that means, and and try and test it against some of your feelings and, and how you're thinking and, and how you've had to reshift your perspective because that's part of it. So It's good that you mentioned that growth mindset. So that was a topic I come across in my life, just casually heard it here and there, but it's not something I'd heard as much as I have in the last four weeks being an entrepreneur. <laughs> so the ideas of fixed mindset, growth mindset, and then other mindsets have started to appear now. So I, I'm, I'm pretty keen to hear what you have to say about it. So do you want to just explain what the different mindsets are? So my reference point is, and we're speaking about the show content and we're like, okay, what are we doing? And you're like, I want to do mindset. So if it screws up, it's on you. No, 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 it's a team. <laughs> so I was like, oh, do you know where that comes from? And it's actually, I feel like a nerd again, but it's- uh, the Again? Again. Constantly, <laughs> propel ahead, put the pen down. Um, constantly, I'll like, oh, do you know where the source material is? And, and there's an author, Carol Dweck, that I've read her book, which is Mindset. Uh, actually, I've got the, oh, it's Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. So, I just, her mindset. And she, she was the author that popularized the, the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And when we- started talking about the show, I just went straight back to my notes. And again, nerd alert, I read books and take notes. So, <laughs> so and, and, and that's where what I want to build the premise of this show. So 
growth mindset for me in her terms, I'm just going to have a look. It's, it's, you see challenges as an opportunity. Yep. So it's a learning, not a threat to get it okay. right. That's, that's my summary or that's her summary, but mm. the bullet points of that. So do you want to build on that? Because I've got a few other things to go through, but I just want to make sure the listener, our, our customer, our audience yep. know what we're talking about. So at the same time, just, just for my benefit, how does a growth mindset compared to a fixed mindset what's the difference between the two same thing and i'm going to read off the sheet here yeah so vigorously turning the pages to find it have you got a fixed mindset explanation just- old dr google came in handy yeah, you, you, you <laughs> um, explain so google just defined it as a fixed mindset means you believe in intelligence talent and other qualities are innate and unchangeable yeah yeah okay so a fixed mindset means you are what you are and there's no doing better i'd agree with that that's that i'd agree that's her take okay. home uh, yeah. yeah, from the book. And then to put, was it Carol? Carol? Yeah, Carol, Carol Dweck. To put her definition into layman's terms, it's that when you see those aspects in other people, it's not that they're unachievable, it's that you have to work to get This them. is an analogy that I've always came to me, yeah. and when I say came to me, I, I may have heard it somewhere, mm. but you see somebody really smart or you see somebody really experienced, let's go back to the conversation we had where you're like, oh, gee, I was jealous of the way you felt or- uh, I, I'm never going to get to where that person is. And that's a feeling. But my point being is if you go, and I'm not a big gym goer, but if you go to the gym and you see someone bench pressing 100 kilos, immediately it's a different take. You go, well, this is what I think, and, and you challenge this. You, you look at someone, you go, they must go to the gym a lot. They must work really hard. That's why they can bench press 100 kilos. Because to the layman's person, you, you're not born with the ability to bench press that. Some people are bigger, some people are smaller. But if you turn up and do the work, you will get there. Yeah. My take home from that is, is in things that are invisible, like those softer skills, whether it's how you communicate, how you sell, how you lead, how you entrepreneur, if you work really hard on those skills and then someone walks into the room, you're like, I'm never going to be like that. Yeah. Just do the work. And that's the summary of, of the, the growth mindset for me. If you put in the work, you can believe you can, you can change. I think it's a great point, but I will challenge you on one thing. I was born able to bench press 100 kilos. <laughs> um, no, okay. That, that makes sense. And clearly you learned from last episode and you understood your audience because to me, you used a gym example. <laughs> um, no, great, great. Okay. Okay. Well, do you think, and I, I know that you asked me for some, some points and I will get there, but yeah. out of curiosity, and it leads into what I'm going to talk about, do you think that the growth mindset is the epitome of mindsets? Not qualified to answer that question, okay. but what, what do I think? I think it's a it's a fundamental principle. I think it's it's core being up being able to know that if you work it hard at something, yeah. you can you can grow. I think there's also a lot of other great stoic quotes mm. and things and philosophies, but they're all aligned. And when I was actually pulling together my notes around mindset. There's a few things that I'll introduce, but I, I started with, okay, let's go to the, the mindset book and because and, we knew we were going to talk about growth mindset. Yeah. And then I wanted to talk about uh, locust of control. Uh-huh. And also there's another book from Ryan Holiday, The Obstacle is the Way. So when I was consolidating all of these notes, I was like, they all, and stoic philosophy, they all inter- interlinked. So I think they're very, very similar themes and I think they all build off each other. Yeah. 
the reason I asked is because out of my own jealous rage, yeah. realizing how far ahead of you or how far ahead you are of me in terms of uh, mindset and, and dedication and application to the business, I went searching for ways to improve yeah. and for ways to learn and to ways to understand whether your experience of always feeling like you've been an entrepreneur is shared by other entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I went to some events yeah. and one of those events was a seminar held by one of Australia's leading entrepreneurs. And um, something that I felt was interesting was he talked about mindset. Not oh, much. I don't remember doing this seminar. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no promotion like self-promotion. Yeah. No. Sorry, Carl. If I had a good one, I'd, I'd dig you there. Um, it was an unfamiliar topic to me, so I was pretty invested when he started to talk about it. And he talked about fixed mindset, growth mindset, and then entrepreneur mindset. And the way he defined it is fixed mindsets are when things happen to you and you just can't handle. You get upset. Like, for example, to use what he used, you get a red light while you're driving to work and you become frustrated and you get upset. But then at the same time, you get the red light in a growth mindset. You see it as an opportunity to listen to more of the podcast that you have playing at the time. You get more out of it. The more of the 2P1J podcast that, that you're listening to, of course. Exactly right. Exactly right. But then he posited that there's also a third, an entrepreneurial mindset, in which the other two are defensive where things happen to you and you react. But an entrepreneur should plan what they want and know what they want and then adopt what is required to achieve that. And he tied it into some stages of entrepreneurship in your business. So I don't know if you've ever come across it, but- Not apart from what you've spoken about, yeah. about too, yeah. and definitely want to hear what you have to say around that. But it's it's an extension of the same theme, like if, if it's a- journey from mm. fixed mindset to you, an offensive mindset, I think it's all the same thing. So, so let's, let's, you know, and how it relates to you and just, yeah, go unpack that and yeah. talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So it was interesting because what he spoke about next really resonated with me. So he said that when you're considering starting a business, you have a few different options. You know, you can treat that as a few different things. And one is it can be a job where you're working in the business, it's just you, if you're not working, you're not making money. You can treat it as, uh, as a business where you have other people to run it, you're involved heavily, but it's their responsibility for the day-to-day. -day. Or you can treat it like an entrepreneur and you can work your way out of it, it runs itself autonomously, you get involved in the really big things, but that's it. And he, quite interestingly in my mind, said that, the mindset you adopt determines which of those you'll achieve. And I thought that was interesting because that's something that plays on me quite a bit. What do I want out of my business? What do I need mindset-wise to get there? Okay. I, I think there's two points here. I think one, you, you're talking about linking your mindset to goal setting. Goal setting's next week and we're going to talk about that. But I think the, the core principle, so let's not stray away too from mm. that corporate. It's, it's like, how do you move through those stages? How do you mm. become better? How do you get your mind ready to move from a, buying yourself a job, you know, so your okay. business owner where you've bought yourself a job to where you're offensive, you know, and you can, you can run a business or you can, you know, with a business can run without you. Yeah. And you mentioned an interesting point, which is exactly what locust of control is. The person that is 
stopped at the traffic light and, and how they deal with it. And that goes with a lot of stoic philosophy and all the other bits and pieces. Mm. So locust of control, the way that I summarise it, and this is not quite technically correct, but only worry about things that are in your control. Okay. Yep. So there's two points to that in that. So if I've got no control, I've got no control of the traffic lights. So don't let it, don't let it worry on me. So don't, this is, and there's a lot of things outside of my control. So I, I don't, I don't let them bug me or get under my skin. But within locus of control, I also believe I can act on things and I can make a difference. I can challenge the way that something impacts me or think yeah. or the way that I deal with something. The result is within my control. Mm-hmm. That's someone who's got internal locus of control. Someone who's got external locus of control, it's similar to the, the fixed mindset. Oh, there's nothing I can do. I'm a passenger. They still get frustrated. So, yeah. so understanding what you control and what you can't control and then actively going, I can make a difference on what I can control. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So can I, can I give you an example? It's what I was going to ask for. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. If you've been listening, you know I'm in ag. In, in ag, we can't control the weather. And there's no point getting upset about the weather. But you can control the amount of cash you have in your business. You can control how leveraged you are as an, in a business. So we got big, we got big moments. You, know, you have a hailstorm, 200K, $500,000 down the drain. And- I cannot control that. And after a big moment like that, kid you not, would sleep well at night. <laughs> no, well, yeah. because I can't control it. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the skill and, yeah. and we'll lead on to that. We'll talk about some of the practices to build up that skill. And I, I, I don't, again, sound like a, you know, a know-it-all, but it's a skill built up over time. But what could we control? We control the levels of cash we've got. We know, we, we know it's going to come. We got too much hail, so we we sold that farm and we moved to somewhere else. We didn't have enough water. We knew that, so we went and moved somewhere else. We could control all of those things. And some of our contemporaries that never moved are like, you're so lucky. It's like, no, we're not. We can control what we can control and we know we can't control the weather, so let's move to where there's better weather. So that's that's. That's a practice, like all of this thing, how you view an opportunity at the light. Yeah, yeah. So to put it in a podcast perspective, we can't control producer Gil. So if he goes, if he goes cowboy, (laughs) (laughs) we can't get upset. (laughs) If he goes rogue. (laughs) Okay, okay. And I think something I found is being aware being aware is, is, makes a huge difference. I, does that come up much in what you have looked at, research? Yeah, uh, awareness, awareness, perception. Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. I think that's 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 a big chunk of it. Is, is it were you going to go somewhere with that sort of No, it's, it's just, just something I found, something I've identified is that I, I'll relate it to something yeah. personal then, um, you know, or, or relevant to this. So- Sometimes I would feel stressed in the day while I've been running my business and I go, God, there's so much to do and I feel like I have so little time. And then I decided, well, what are you doing? What am I doing throughout the day? So I tracked it. I tracked it just going, okay, was this useful time? Was this wasted time? Were you doing critical work? Were you doing non-critical work? And looking at it holistically, I saw, fuck, 
there's a bit of wasted time in there, you know, yeah. and you can't complain about something happening if you're not actively working against it and you can't understand that if you're not aware of the issue. Yeah. I think that's a good insight and, and try and loop it back into the topic. So firstly, you've got locus of control. You're like, I understand this is, this is a problem and you've got a growth mindset. I'm going to work the problem. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. So how do, how do I work this problem? So then you've, you've looked at a solution, you're going, I've got to track my time. And you go, I've got control of my time. And by tracking your time, it's given you a different perspective. So you've moved from what the hell am I going to do to I've now got a different perspective. So that is the shift. Without you knowing it, you, you've implemented some tools around mm. the mindset and re readjusting yourself to give a better, a different perspective. And, I th and that's... That's where the key take-home is, is, is mindset. And especially the Stoics were really strong on that. There's a couple of Stoic quotes here, which I'm going to gonna sort of start the ball rolling for around practices. And it's like, mm. you become what you give your attention to. Yes. So yep. if you give your attention to worry or problems, you know, they consume you. If you, if you like, this is a problem and you give your attention to the solution, yeah. then it's a different outcome. You change the perspective. Change the perspective, it loses power. Mm. Now, you, I think you mentioned a little bit earlier that I had a note called Parkinson's Law. Have, yeah. you, have you ever come across that? Or yeah, you, I, ha I have. I, oh, you're aware of what it is? Yeah, yeah, I'd call it, I'd call it time blocking. But yeah, <laughs> Elon Musk is a big proponent of the time blocking. So what, what's this different? Is it different in any way? I think it's the same principle. Same thing? Okay. Well, okay. you tell me what it is. I didn't look it up. <laughs> okay. So Parkinson's law essentially states that you will use whatever time you've given something to complete that task. Yeah. Right? So essentially, and what I found was really interesting was the difference between starting the business and starting this podcast. The business, I had months months of time, months of time to do it, lots and lots of time. And the podcast, very little time, right? Like uh, much more consolidated at least, only a couple of weeks to really get the shit together and get it out the door. And you essentially had to do the same things because that's how we wanted to run it. We wanted to treat this like a micro business. So we were doing a lot of the same things. And when I was starting my own business, I took a lot of time. I took a lot of time. I wasn't as focused, wasn't as organized. But for the podcast, we got a lot more productivity because there was a short amount of time. And I thought about it and I was like, why was I more applied here than I was at the start, you know, for my business, which is arguably somewhat more important. Sorry, 2P1J. <laughs> and I realized it's, and I looked it up and I saw that Parkinson's law and I thought that was interesting because it showed, well, I have the application, I have the drive and I have the motivation to complete something in a shorter period of time. I just wasn't in the right mindset when I was opening my business, starting that. Yeah, I, I think um, it's a combination of mindset. Yeah, it is mindset, but then it's also a tool to, to, to keep you focused and keep you on. And my comment around time blocking is a way to manage Parkinson's law. So it's like, I've got 45 minutes to, to finish this task. Mm. So- and Parkinson's law says the task will take as long as you set, roughly. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm giving my 45, and, yep. and I'm I'm publishing whatever, or sending, yep. or shipping, or yep. however you want to do, communicating within that time. I'm not going over and over. So let's start talking about mm. some of the some of the the processes 
or things that that you know the practices that that you've that you've got and this is the thing like i'm going to give you an example it's one yes. of my it's one of my favorite sort of quotes but before i give you the the quote it's like if if you are a stoic and you've got a growth mindset and you're red hot in a, that's not the right term if you've developed that skill and we'll talk about some of the practices to yeah. develop those skills if you develop that skill no, nothing can touch you so yeah. you can have a really difficult conversation with somebody and if you don't let it act on you or if you're indifferent to it then you're invincible so this is the summary I'm not sure whether I've ever told you this, but <laughs> I really like this. Arguing with idiots is like playing chess with pigeons. They shit on the board and strut around like they've won anyway. <laughs> so my point being is that if you're having a difficult conversation, if you're arguing with an idiot, they're going to shit on the board and talk around like they won. If that doesn't impact you, if you can move on, if you can yeah. clear your mind, get on to the next thing, go back to the conversation. We had a conversation and you're like, oh, shit, I was a bit jealous of you because of yeah. You know, he's way more experienced. He started from a different spot. That's mm. okay. But then reflect on it, move the thought over. So that's where yeah. I wanted to go with that. Like, do you have any practices where you, like meditations, where you f reflect on the thought? Is there anything that you use or have used or, or, or brought back in? Not so much meditation. That's something I tried in yeah. my younger years. I tried it and I did it for a while and there was no good reason f for stopping, to be honest. I quite enjoyed it. It was a good little break, time off. For me, it's affirmations. So I have daily affirmations that I'll just read to myself. Do you want to share one? Oh, yeah. You've put me on the spot, Hugh. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll share wanna, the, yeah. the essence of one. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'll, yeah, I'll share the essence of one. Because this yeah, is absolutely. poignant, actually. This yeah. is quite poignant. So it was, it was only this weekend. Something had happened and it was a moment and I was in a group of people where someone could have demonstrated leadership, right? Yeah. There was a bit of an accident and someone could have taken control. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. And I thought, well, fuck, like, you know, I normally feel, you know, when I think about myself in my own, I guess, persona and personality, that, you know, I'm a bit of a leader in some ways, but I wasn't in that situation. And I start to think, well, if I'm not a leader in the community, how can I be a leader of my business? So I recognize that and I just wrote a quick little sentence to say, you know, if you recognize that there's an opportunity to, you know, do the right thing, do it because that's what I want to happen in my business as well. You know, lead by example and I want a business that does the right thing. I think that's a good example of the growth mindset. You didn't do something, you weren't happy with it, you've looked at it from a different perspective and then you're manifesting that as an affirmation. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope. Yeah, that's well, <laughs> hopefully no more accidents happen around me, but <laughs> we'll see how it works. But uh, what about you? Do you have anything? Yeah, I do. Like I've tried meditation because I'm, I'm interested in the space. Yeah. I do it on occasion. I don't practice. It's not my thing. Okay. But well, meditation can be quite different to different people. Mm -hmm. What was your version? What would you do? I, I just... Yeah, you sit, close my eyes, yep. think of the thought, focus on the breath. You get a thought that interrupts you, let it go. Yep. And and absolutely, if something's really worrying me, which doesn't happen <laughs> that often, I, I I will actually invoke that if it's getting me up at night. But there's another thing that I, I actually do. Is that a secret thing? No, no, I, I'm fucking Batman. <laughs> Now, when you say you're fucking Batman, no, no, no. The... <laughs> okay. I, I, I am Batman. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? No, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Okay. This is 
something that resonated with me and is quite recently. So you go back the last six months. So this is late 2022. Yep. I'm selling my business back to my business partner. That sort of uh, transaction takes a while. So there were six months there where I was helping from the transaction, but I wasn't actually working in the business because I didn't know what was going to happen. I couldn't start my new business. To fill up some time, I was doing a lot of running. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was listening to a lot of things around performance and running and performance in business, performance in sport. So I came across a book, Do Hard Things by Steve Magnus, mm. and had a lot of case studies and other things. And they tested some kids. And so around self-talk, it was like the kids were set with a hard exercise and some kids were instructed to say, hey, Connell, do a good job. You can do a really good job. Mm. And then other kids were instructed to talk to themselves as if they were talking to the third person. And they were given the example, say you're Batman. So you can do better, Batman. You know, like talk to <laughs> themselves in the third person. So the study found that there was a massive difference between, you know, the self-talk to yourself and the people that talk to yourself as a third person. As a, so the take-home was that be kinder to yourself, talk to yourself as you were you would a friend. Yeah. And so I tried it. And- in the context of running, this is what happened. I was training to run a half marathon. Yep. And I was in that training, there's two sessions a week where you've got to run hard. And it's really just about the self-talk. The only thing- I hit my microphone. I'm going to get the rookie of the week award. <laughs> I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't pause because <laughs> I, I, I won't pause, but I'll go back to that. Yeah. So you do some hard running. Okay, and the only thing that stops you is your ma- is your mind. You, you you've got to train yourself hard. So I I literally, in those sessions, started talking to myself like as if I was Batman. <laughs> oh, okay, you, okay. No. hold on. Let, let me let me put it to you a different way. Yeah. As I'm fixing my microphone, which yeah. I hit because I fucked up. So. Yeah. In my head, I've gone, oh, no, I've hit my microphone. So talk to me like you would yourself as if you were Batman. <laughs> to- no, it's like, so well, what- well, if you're Batman, right. it's like, oh, it's okay, Batman. Everybody makes that mistake. So, okay. so when I'm running, okay. I'm like, you've done the work, Batman. You yeah. know this is going to be hard. It's only your mind telling you to stop. You can do it. Okay. okay? So that, that's the thing. So I practiced that for weeks and weeks and weeks in these hard running sessions because there's only two sort of sessions and they don't take very long, but they hurt. They're designed to hurt, they're designed to build that muscle. Yeah. And then when I got to the actual event, Mm -hmm. it was the reverse. I was like, this is what I felt in the training and I talked to myself in the same way. Like I felt nuts. Yeah. Don't, you know, I I haven't told this story to anybody. (laughs) Now you're telling it to our millions of listeners. Well, millions at least. (laughs) So that's the thing like the, and I'm not, never been a big self talker. So I think my practice there is definitely if I need it, I'll use the meditation. Mm -hmm. But if I'm doing something, I'll talk to myself kindly. That's the message. Talk to yourself as the third person. Talk to yourself as you would a friend. Yeah. And. I believe in the growth mindset. I believe in all yeah. of these other things. You yeah. can get better, but it's just be a bit kinder to yourself yeah. and, and frame it. Exactly, you said, I hit the mic. So, yeah. so don't like, oh, Connell, you're a dick. Yeah. Go, it's okay, Batman. Yeah. Anybody could hit the mic. Yeah. So when we get home today and I'm at home and I'm cold calling companies and I get close to making a sale, but I fumble it, instead of going, oh, you fucked that one up, it's, listen, you did your best. It didn't work out, Batman. But you can keep going. You, you find your own 
And this may be too airy fairy for the audience. Like I acknowledge that. I'm coming back to I'm coming back to our value. Like I I yep. I want to be fearless. I want to tell a, a story that people may think I'm nuts. Yeah. And and I want to live our values. So when I, I was like, should I tell this story? And I'm not big into self talk, but I've tried it, mm. and that's part of the growth of that. Yes. What have I got to lose? What have I got to fail on? Who cares? Yeah. And I tried it, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. So, but that can't be all that you have to do to go from a fix to a growth mindset. No, well, uh, I'll go to another yeah. tool that I yeah. that I like, or another f- uh, philosophy that I really like, and it, and it interlinked with the growth mindset. And I'll just read off my page, like, so basically, in in the growth mindset, one of the things that uh, Carol Dweck states is like, focus on the the process, not the outcome. Okay, so you you understand that. There's there's learning and effort in the process, so I really believe that. Try really hard, bust your ass, get better and better. It can still fail. Something outside your locus of control. So mm-hmm. there's that dichotomy there. And another one of my favourites books is The Obstacle Is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And my take home from that book was, once you climb a mountain, there's just another mountain to climb. Yeah. So learn to enjoy the climb. Yes. Yeah. That, that's come back to learning to love the process. And yeah. if you go back to the running, it was about learning to get joy out of the training, yeah. learning to get joy out of failing. Yeah. And my mental mindset to reset myself is like, yeah. be kinder to yourself. What was that quote? So learn to love the climb. Where was that from again? Uh, Jack? Not, Jack Holiday? No, no, Ryan Holiday. Ryan. The, the obstacle is the way. He's, yeah. he's big on the stoic philosophy. I read his book. The Daily Stoke, which has got a little caption every day, but I, I couldn't find it. I looked it up yeah. in in my notes again, yeah. nerd alert, in my <laughs> notes for that book. Yeah. But that I synthesise these concepts yeah. into what is my take home for this book, and and yeah. that was it. Is like learn to love the climb because because it, it's just another mountain, and that relates quite a lot to something that I felt was really interesting that you were talking about before uh, we started recording today's episode. So you were saying that. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna misuse your words, but you piss people off because you get them to go to a certain level, you push them up to reach that level, and then you get them to go up another level. And you said that that can piss some people off. And it's interesting because coming from an employee mindset in myself, where you know the objective was to get the tasks done, it was to complete the work that you've been given. Essentially, it's just can finish the race, really, right? But then coming into, you know, an owner mindset and trying to be a bit more flexible and less fixed and realising that it's not just about, okay, we'll get this task done. It's then, what's the next task? What do I need to do next to make sure I'm working as hard as I can in the business and making sure it's as successful as it can be? And that's, yeah, that's interesting. I think Ryan, Ryan Holiday summed that up quite well in that you learn to love the client because you have to enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the process, are you in the right place? I agree. One thing that I'm not good at, which I need to get better at, is that celebration. So I, I've learned to love the climb so much that I get to the top of the mountain and I, I don't celebrate, especially for the team around you. Yeah. So I think that's important as well around the mindset is just a little bit of acknowledgement, yeah. but learning to love the climb is important. So clearly mindset is an incredibly nuanced topic (laughs) and we've barely scratched the surface. (laughs) The take-homes for me, first thing is awareness. So you've got to be aware of your perspective. You've got to understand you can change change your perspective. 
the second thing I think is knowing that you can grow if you put in the effort. And I've got one final thing that I'd probably like to finish with before I throw back to you is I'll read it off the page. What we can't do is control the world around us, not as much as we'd like to. We might perceive things well, then act rightly and fail anyway. Run it through your head like this. Nothing can ever prevent us from trying, ever. Mm. So that's from the obstacle is the way, and that's it. Nothing can prevent you from trying, only you. What's next on Two Paths, One Journey? Right, so that's the end of the show for today, and it also wraps up our three-show launch, which hopefully you've binged the show, you as the listener, you as our customer. And next week we're talking about goal setting, BHAG, and getting all of that sorted and linking your BHAG to your every day. So what have our listeners got to do? What do our customers have to do today? Well, because we're moving on from our three-show launch, we can now start listening to your feedback. So we need your help. You're our customer. We need you to tell us how to make this better, what more we can do to inspire and entertain you. So you can find us at Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or via www.2p1j.com, where we welcome you to give us some constructive feedback. Tell us what you've learned. Tell us what you've liked. Tell us how we can be better. Yep, absolutely. Show topics, any further questions. We're here to inspire and educate. And if we didn't educate you, if we didn't inspire you, just call bullshit and say, do better. We've got the strong enough mindset to handle that. (laughs) So let's move forward and on to next week's show. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. And we hope to see you next week at the 2P1J podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Gil. Thank you, listeners. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Two Paths, One Journey. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you really love today's show, please leave us a five-star review. It helps other people discover the show and grow our community. We also want to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at 2p1j.com or send us an email at info at 2p1j.com. We read every message and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening to 2P1J. We'll see you next time.